I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is Let's Talk About from Style Canada. And let me tell you, we're talking. Let's face it. We talk a lot. We talk about things we love, hot topics, and anything in between. But what about the things we don't talk about? What about the things we want to know but don't know how to ask? Don't worry, we've got you covered. Let's expand our horizons. Let's talk about it. Hi, all, and welcome. This week, we're talking about following your passion with Brett Kissel. If you're a fan of country music, you probably already know Brett's story. Owned his first guitar before he was even in school, released his first album before he could even drive, and leading to him becoming Canada's most dynamic country music artist before he turned 30 years old. The Farm and Ranch Raised Artist has 15 top 10 radio singles, three number one songs, and a tractor bucket full of gold and platinum plaques. He set records on his 112-date cross-country tour, played over 20 shows with his hero Garth Brooks, and has won 18 CCMA awards and two Juno awards. While fans were still buzzing about last year's Now or Never album, Brett started looking towards his next release, but couldn't get three words out of his head. What is life? The search for something more weighed heavily on the country music star's mind. And with a new album, Brett Kissel invites fans to take a deep dive with him into songs about love, celebration, and gratitude. Brett, thanks so much for being here with us today. Well, thank you. I uh, I really appreciate when my publicist said, hey, so we've got something really special lined up today. I was very excited because we were just talking off air about all the guests that you've had, Kat and Nat. Like I, I'm really, really excited to be chatting with you. Yeah, no, we're excited to have you. And I think, you know, big fan of your music. Congratulations on the new album. Listen to you. pieces of it last night. I hear all, all of your children have some little cameos in it as well, which is adorable. <laughs> Well, I, I thought it was very special to kind of, you know, this would be like a, a timestamp where we could look back on this record, not just for the songs, but as a dad, especially for these moments and the age of my kids and asking them these questions about what is life or finding little anecdotes that are super cute, but really special and important to me and to Cecilia. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very proud that, uh, that they've got a spot on this record, too. Yeah. And I'm guessing this year, I mean, making this record must have been so different than making any other record you've made. Did you make it at home in a studio? Like how, how did that logistically look (laughs) with three kids at home? (laughs) You know what? It's, I I don't want to say it was pieced together because that sounds disorganized, but I'm just going to, you know, say it like it is. This was a very pieced together record and concept because we didn't have all of the 
all of the tools in place like we usually do. So when you're making a, a traditional record, we gather our songs, we get the band together, we go into the studio, you don't leave for a couple of weeks, the record is done, end of story. Well, the rules were changing so fast about who could come indoors, who couldn't come indoors, how many people can you have, how many people can you not have, can you fly, can you not fly? So, so many different things were done in different areas. I was very lucky. My band was still able to get together in Saskatoon, but usually we do this in Nashville. But we worked in Saskatoon with my producer, Bart McKay, longtime friend. We've done five records together. And getting them together and everyone together was the best thing we could have done in the very short window we had, because I don't know if it would have sounded as cohesive as it currently does. If this guitar player was in Calgary, that piano player was in Saskatoon, this guy was in Nashville and that guy was in Toronto. Mm -hmm. So I'm really proud that we were able to at least bring some elements together and the tracking part, which was the band at least was together. Whereas my vocals were done. Some were done in Nashville, some were done in Edmonton, some were done in Saskatoon. Mm -hmm. It's crazy what technology, right? Like how you can piece all that together. And I oh guess, my God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if this was 1940, good luck. Nobody would yeah. be making records. No one's making records. But in 20, I guess 2020, 2021, we're good with that. So the idea of the record, what is life? I feel like that's a thought that I've had throughout this past year in this pandemic. So was that a concept that developed out of the pandemic or did you have that, you know, this theme prior to this past year? The, the idea definitely came during uh, the last 13 months. Uh, everything that we went through, I did a lot of soul searching, I think, as, as so many Canadians did. And I would go through the motions, the roller coaster of emotions, trying to figure out what this all means. What am I here to do? So for me, on a personal level, if you take the stage out from under my cowboy boots, if you take a guitar out of my hands and a microphone, you know, from uh, out of my face, what what good am I? What what do I really provide this world? If you take that away, which it was taken away from me, what can I actually do? What is life really? Mm -hmm. And so I would get frustrated. I would get excited. I would get frustrated again. And then I get excited again. It was a very it was a huge range of emotions. But then as I was selecting the songs for this record, writing the songs for this record, I realized that I've kind of been on this quest over the last few albums and over the course of my career, being so young and getting into the business, having so many great memories and traveling as much as I did. To me, I'm thinking, wow, I was actually asking this question to various degrees over the last number of years, but it just, I think the universe turned up the volume this year. Yeah. And it seems like each song is like its own lesson in a way. Is that oh, fair to say? Hey, yeah. I, it, I really appreciate you saying that because I feel that yes, each song could truly be a lesson or an answer to that question. Right. Like if you, if you say, what is life? Well, maybe you, you take my first song. It's called make a life, not a living. That's the secret to life. Well, no, what is life? Well, maybe it's about you know, grass isn't always greener on the other side, which is the message of die to go home. Mm -hmm. Or what is life? Well, maybe it's just about, you know, looking in the rear view and, and accepting your past and understanding that that is who made you. Uh, these memories made you. So every single song, you're right, is a lesson. I've never really thought about that in, well, in that regard. 
Okay. Well, there you go. Uh, that was the first thing that struck me just like as I was going through and, and listening to the songs. I mean, I was like, I felt like each one felt like its own lesson. Die to go home was, was my favorite as well. Like I had lived in New York city before this pandemic before 10 years, and now I'm back home in Niagara on the lake. And so that, and I've seen a lot of friends have that move right back to closer to family, closer to what matters really. Um, so anyway, that, that definitely hit me about that song and it, and, and there was lessons within that even. Well, thank you for acknowledging that song. It's, it's my favorite too. And um, it's my favorite song that I've ever, ever written. It's very, uh, it's quite vulnerable for me to kind of pull back a lot of these layers and let folks in on my story, saying goodbye to my, my mom and my dad, you know, spinning gravel out the driveway saying, not just see you later, see you never. I ain't never coming back to the farm. And now Obviously, it's all come full circle as my wife and I bought the farm and we're now, you know, back there, you know, spending time with, you know, grandparents. And it's it's a really, really unique full circle story. However, even though it's unique to me, it's not unique, I think, to society with so many people such as yourself have gone through, you know, those those motions Mm -hmm. of life. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't know that this very, very personal song would resonate with so many people and here just however many days in to the album launch, it's a resounding and overwhelming positive amount of feedback that I'm getting on that track. Yeah, no, it's a great one. I I have it on my Spotify playlist now. (laughs) Thank you. So, you know, you touched on, you had great success at a young age. I feel like there's been a lot of conversations around kind of young, you know, younger childhood stars and the kind of attention there must've been like, what was that? I I don't want to, you're not necessarily like, you know, the same as maybe the reframing Britney documentary or anything like that. But what was that like to manage you know, success at such a young age and you seem very well adjusted. So how did you keep that balance? Well, I would say very simply, it's because of, of my roots on the farm. Their work ethic was something that we valued big time. My grandparents, uh, my grandpa's grandpa. I mean, I never met him, but he, you know, he built this farm up with his own two hands and then he passed it on to his son my great grandfather, who passed it on to his son, who is my grandfather, who passed it on now to me. So all of that being said, there's a lot of work ethic that comes into comes into play with with what I do. And there was no chance for me to step out of line and try to be bigger, you know, have my head get too big or, you know, too big for my britches. That just wouldn't fly in our family. It wouldn't fly in my small town. Um, Also, to, to you know to say this about country music i don't think it flies in our genre either because the bigger the star the nicer the person brad paisley garth brooks tim mcgraw george Strait. i've been very lucky to meet them all spend time with them all these are multi-millionaires even billionaires in garth and george these are guys that have every record and yet they're the nicest. So there's no such thing as ego or that type of larger than life persona. So for me as a kid growing up, these were my heroes in the country music world. And also I looked up to my grandpa in a big way. Like there was no way, shape or form. I could make some money and flaunt it with this big fancy truck or make some money. And I don't know, just all of a sudden get this new hairdo and, and come back to the farm. 
Like, are you kidding me? Like I would be putting my place real fast. And even though sometimes those are difficult conversations, because I want it to be like, Hey, look at me and what I accomplished as a 14 or 16 year old. It just wouldn't fly. So I'm really grateful to have had, I think a very strict upbringing and that, that made me who I am today. I'm very, very grateful for that. Mm -hmm. It's interesting you say that about, you know, those in country music. I always think if there's like a genre of music that I'd want to like hang out with the artists, it'd be country. Like everyone seems cool. Absolutely. (laughs) You, you hit the nail on the head and nothing against rock stars or pop stars that probably you and I've met over the years. But one of the big parts about building brand is your persona. A big part about building the brand of who you are is what you wear, how you act, sometimes legit. I mean, no one realized this in maybe the 70s, 80s and 90s or 2000s. But there are so many publicity stunts that even if sometimes say you, you, I don't know, you take a leak in a dumpster in an alley, it's they're hoping paparazzi catches it so that they can be on the cover of us weekly or, or, you know, the national Enquirer. this stuff is real. Whereas in country music, you want to keep a low profile. You just want to drink beer with your buddies. You want to love your wife. You want to raise a family. You want to live out on a farm. You want to go chase cows and ride on a four wheeler and then drink beer again on Friday night, and maybe write a song or have a hangover so bad. You got to write a song about it on Saturday morning. That's legit. What we do it's not a stereotype when it's just real life. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? I love that. I'm like ready to plan a trip to Nashville now. <laughs> Elise, I would love nothing more than to host you in Nashville, show you around and go to all the great spots and especially some of the great spots that are off the beaten path that most tourists don't really know yeah. about. But um, I'm the best part about you up Nashville, on that, Brett. Please You're- do. I'm not kidding. I've done it so many times for so many people in random uh, conversations over the years, it's I, I love Nashville. I miss it a lot because obviously I'm I'm back in Canada. But yeah. uh, as as stuff gets worse in Canada right now, in terms of like, do you watch The Office? Have you ever seen Michael Scott when he gets his vasectomy and then he gets it reversed and then he gets it and then he gets it reversed? He gets it and gets it <laughs> and he goes to his feels like and he says snip snap snip snap snip snap. That's what our, like make a decision and stick to it. We're good people. We will follow the rules. Totally. But, what we do today, we can't do tomorrow. So I'm ready to say to hell with it. Pack up my family, get on the bus, go to Nashville and say, I'm coming back to Canada because I love Canada, but only when you get shit together. Like oh, literally. Absolutely. I've had the same thought. I have a place in New York still just outside the city. And yeah, that's I'm I'm on your bandwagon there. So absolutely. But you, you know, you talked a little bit about the building of building a brand, right? And in terms of the country music persona, you have built a brand, though. You and your wife have created a brand. You have a vodka, in in terms of like who you are with Keeping a Kissel, you have a vodka brand. How do you kind of decide, I guess, what projects to take on to to build, continue to build this family brand that you have? Well, I've got a giant you know, list of goals that, you know, is on a, on a vision board, right, right here in front of me, just behind the camera. And there are so many different things that I'd love to do in terms of investments, in terms of goals for music and goals for each, each one of our companies. However, I let inspiration truly be my guide and let the universe, no joke, make those decisions for me. If something's going to fall into my lap, it's because that's what was meant to be. Now, 
there's a very, very important disclaimer here. It doesn't mean I don't work and I just sit back and allow something to happen. I'm working all these different angles, but I don't know. I'm at a fork in the road every single day and I don't know which path I'm going to go down unless inspiration guides me down that path. So that way I can do it with intention and know that that's the right move. That's just for me. I don't know if that's going to work for everybody, but I always wanted to get into the spirit world. And, uh, and I'm not talking like I'm, I am very spiritual, but I'm talking about spirits like yeah. rye, rum, vodka. We're talking the good and kind so, of spirits. <laughs> exactly. Not the haunting spirits. Not the haunting ones. Although if you have a couple, if you have a couple too many, I mean, the past <laughs> is going to come rushing back. That's, that's another story for another day. Vodka. I'm a big whiskey guy. I, I've, you know, my family, we always celebrate with the drink at the end of a, of a hard day's work. It's just what we do. We're a very blue collar family in that regard. Now, vodka is something I got into recently. I thought for sure I was going to get into whiskey some way, somehow, and do it later on in life, later on in my career. But a gentleman by the name of Matt Doucette reached out to me on Instagram in December of 19. And he said, hey, I'd like to sponsor you. My company is called Deuce Vodka. From Saskatchewan, we're small town people. I think that we would really get along. I loved how kind he was on Instagram, just via DM. And I asked him to email me, you know, some of the things and sales and what have you. But I judged a book by its cover. When I saw the Instagram page, the website, the, the, the label, I thought, you know what? I think that this brand and this guy might need to do a little bit more work before maybe I can even do anything. Now it's March and there's all this talk about coronavirus and COVID-19 and everything happening. And I took a meeting with Matt. I brought him uh, down to Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan, where I was a secret special guest of Brad Paisley's on the tour. This is the day we find out the world is shutting down. This will be our last show. And Matt and his girlfriend, Kelsey, came down. They brought me a sample. And I loved it. I couldn't believe how smooth it was. And I realized at that moment that the universe was saying, I don't think you're going to be playing music for a long time. Maybe this isn't about getting a sponsorship deal at just, you know, 10 grand, 20 grand, 50 grand, 100 grand. Maybe it's an opportunity for you to buy into the company and everything that you said needed to be better in terms of, of branding, website, marketing. Well, I know how to sell a record. Maybe this is my opportunity to actually invest. So that's what I did. I actually said, Matt, I don't want you to sponsor me. In fact, I want to buy into the company. So we did it. We shook hands. We formed a new corporation literally on May 27th, my 30th birthday. And we've got a vodka company that went from selling, I don't know, 50,000 50, bottles last year. Uh, in, in 2019 to, we did a hundred thousand bottles on our first month. Oh my gosh. So amazing. we we're we're building this brand. We're going to go right across Canada and I'm really happy to kind of exercise the entrepreneurial muscle that I've got from watching my family in the oil business or in the cattle business. And now just do it with this really special spirit, this great elite tasting vodka. And then we decided, well, let's do a flavored vodka too. My wife loves it. It's called neon flavor. It's 22%. I'm so proud of this company and being able to now diversify in a year and in an economy and in this environment where like the world has shut down for music, but the world is not shut down for 
alcohol. No. So I'm very the grateful. Opposite that I, for I, alcohol. I know. I'm very, very, very happy that we've got a great company. And even in a lot of ways, we've been able to give back now that we've got a little extra money in our pocket. We can give back to a lot of small businesses, which is what we've done over the whole pandemic. That's amazing. I didn't, it's so crazy how the universe lines up, right? Timing wise. I've, I've noticed this in a lot of conversations we've been having on the podcast. It's like, you absolutely, you hit the nail on the head. You absolutely have to work hard and nothing, nothing's going to drop in your lap, but it's planting seeds, right? For the, for what's to come in the future. So where can we get the vodka in? I, I believe I saw that you're in Safeways out West. Is that Yes. So, I mean, we, this is a very interesting game, the game of, of alcohol and the liquor control boards across Canada. It's all very different. So, I mean, it would be easier for me to launch this brand in, in Asia or, or Australia than it would be in Canada to, to be honest. However, hard work pays off. So we are currently in Alberta and Saskatchewan. We've had wonderful conversations with Manitoba, BC, and all the maritime provinces. So what about the LCBO and what about SAQ in Quebec? Well, those are the two. That's like the NHL. The LCBO is like making it to the NHL. And we need to make sure that we are up and running to the highest standard possible, not quality standards, but I'm talking about efficiency. From what I've heard in my conversations with the LCBO is that if they place an order, I'm talking it could be a quarter million bottles and they want it by Friday. If you can't do it, then don't, don't bark up that tree. Got it. We want to make sure that we have the staff in place, the opportunity in place and everything like that. Because if we're going to make it to the NHL, it's, I mean, see you later. We're we're, we're in the big leagues now. Yeah. So we're ironing out every single kink that a small business can go through. So that way, when I place that call to the LCBO or when they do their bid process about, okay, we're taking on two new vodkas this year, two, I can say, this is why you need to select me and my vodka. Mm-hmm. So that, that'll be probably a 2022 thing. Exciting. Oh, you, you're- Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Your passion, you know, the podcast today is about passion. Your passion comes across, you know, we're talking about the country music side, we're talking about the vodka side. It exudes from the screen and through your voice. What oh, does, thank you. Yeah, it's very clear. So what does passion mean to you? Well, passion is truly everything to me. The fridge magnet says it all or, you know, a re- you know, retired grandpa, you know, w- walking up and down the, the mall says, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. Mm-hmm. OK, well, that's that's never been more true. I know that I work hard. I know that I put in time, but it doesn't feel like work. It certainly doesn't because I love this. I love country music. I love my family. I love my vodka company. I love to work. So finding your passion is so important, especially now, because if there's anything we've learned in the past 13 months is that anything can be taken away from you. What is life? What does this all mean? Are you happy? Does this bring you joy? And there's so many areas of your life you can literally pick up and look at. Think of like Marie Kondo and the way she organizes your house. She picks up a shirt. She picks up a vase. She picks up a a, a book and says, does this bring me joy? Well, I've tried to do that with my life. Does this relationship bring me joy? Does this job bring me joy? Does this vehicle bring me joy? Does shoveling snow bring me joy if it doesn't move? And the time is now. So I just really take that to heart and I let passion drive every decision that I make. I think you'd be a great motivational speaker too. Well, <laughs> you, I, I don't know passion. if I have <laughs> enough time for that, but uh <laughs> A hey, little, who knows? Hey, a, a pre-concert, you know, just a pre-concert kind of uh, motivational speech there. I love it. You're Can also- you imagine it? <laughs> if I got the headset and they're playing Thunderstruck by ACDC and everything. <clears throat> now let's just think of um, of a multi-level marketing, uh, something that I can do. Recruit, recruit, sell, yeah. sell, sell. When you said the thing about shoveling, it got, I have to do some landscaping later today. So you got me pumped up to do the landscaping. So I appreciate that. But, you know, we talked about passion in in the country music side, you know, the vodka side obviously came across. I'd love to chat a little bit about the relationship that you have with your beautiful wife, who I've never got to meet, but we were saying, you know, would love to have you guys on again in, in talking about your marriage. I think it's such a unique scenario when you have a couple that also seem like seems to want to go into business together. And I've heard a little bit of your podcast and you just seem not only are you building this family, but you're building a, an organization for your family. I know you do a lot of charity work as well. Can you tell us a little bit about, you know, the life you've built together and, and why maybe you decided to kind of start working together? Well, I'm, I'm very proud to talk about Cecilia and our family more so than anything else, because they're my favorite people. This is my favorite topic. And I don't think you and I have booked enough time for each other to talk about it. We're going to need a dozen podcasts and that might just get us through the first year of our relationship. (laughs) It was love at first sight for me, Elise. It really was. And 
I love Cecilia and everything that she stands for. I love everything about her from the, from, from how, how she acts to how she looks to how she takes care of our kids to how she takes care of me. And she's just a woman of integrity. That's the best way to describe her. So I've got tremendous respect for her. I know that really uh, females really lead with emotion and heart and love and men are driven by respect. So the highest thing that I can give her to her, I believe would be, she would say she wants my love, but the biggest thing I can give her is actually my respect. And I respect everything that she does. The reason why I respect her so much is because I believe she's an old soul. I believe that for someone who is in her, you know, just crossed over into her thirties, she has so much wisdom and so much experience given her upbringing, which without question, and, and I can't get into it because it's her story, but it just wasn't good. There just wasn't really anything good about it. We talk about it on a regular basis privately, but she really would rise out of the fire like a phoenix. And I think she had every reason to fail, yet she succeeded. So all of a sudden, I've got even more love and admiration for her. And I just adore how she is now with our kids. It's a very weird thing for me as in my late teens, as we started kind of hanging out and fooling around and whatever, I just felt like I don't ever want to screw this up because one, I love her so much already. I said love at first sight, but number two, she's going to be a great mom and I just, I, I, I want to marry her. I wanted to marry her when I was 17 years old. Gosh. And what so fun foresight you had. <laughs> oh, and, and I couldn't, I couldn't wait to marry her, which is why when I was 19, I asked her to marry me. And she said, yes. Now, granted, everyone else around us, Elise, was so mad that we were getting engaged because of all these judgments and these expectations and what a young person is supposed to do. And especially like my mom and, and, and a lot of my family members were so upset because I'm supposed to go to Nashville. I'm supposed, I've got the rest of my life. This is a major distraction. Even my manager said, nobody wants every, everybody in your crowd wants to think that they can get you, that you're mm -hmm. single. If you're wearing a wedding okay. ring, what you're, you're off the market. And I said, well, I'm not playing that game. Like, yeah. I want to get married and I'm not going to, I'm not going to not talk about my wife or anything. So it was a very, very difficult thing, but because the world seemed to be against us, it brought us closer together. So I'm really grateful that the lesson I learned from the universe in that moment yeah. was I felt it was right. I followed my heart. She felt it was right. She followed her heart. The universe brought us closer together because all this out, outside influence was trying to tear us apart. So I'm so grateful for that. Now, looking right. back, we're going to be married 10 years. That's you know what crazy. I mean? Yeah. And what it, like to be that young and, and, and go and have the journeys that I'm sure you both had right through your twenties and still have such a solid base so much so that you're taking on, you seems like you almost want to spend more time together with these different projects that you're doing. Like what a love story you got like that in and of itself is so special. She sounds like an incredible lady. You're giving, you're giving all of us hope out there for the love story. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is a love story out there for, for everybody. I believe that wholeheartedly. Now, some people will call it luck. Some people will say, oh, well, yeah, this, oh, well, yeah, that. But you know what? 
I found that in, in my late teens. I did. And then I was, it was a two-year engagement, 21, we got married. But check this out. Some people learn the lesson in maybe their first marriage. And then by their second marriage, they know what they want. They know what they don't want. And that second marriage is very, very, very special. Or you've got your current marriage and or your current relationship and you're realizing with your partner, there are elements here that aren't working for me. But you know what? We can either agree to disagree. We can work through this together. We can set boundaries together and still have a wonderful relationship, understanding that we will always change. So there's hope for everybody in every scenario of every relationship. I believe that whether it's to lovingly detach slash divorce, separate and move on and find someone else later, or it's to reestablish a system within your existing relationship. So don't feel stuck. You can change literally today. And I could come home today after this podcast, have a conversation and Cecilia will say, you know what, for three weeks in a row, you've been coming home at 8 PM because you're doing all of this work to promote your record. That's not sustainable. I need you home for my family. If it means you're going to do four weeks, but you're going to come home at four or five every night so you can be here for supper, that's what you need to do. But this needs to change. I can either get triggered or I can say, sure, no problem. I call my team. We're just going to make a a change. So you can always change and you can change today. Yeah, I love it. And I know you you both have a podcast together, Keeping It Kissel is the title of the podcast, correct? Where you talk a lot about your relationship issues, which I think I, I listened to a few episodes and I have to say it was you, is it your therapist that's on it as well? Or. Yeah. Our life coach. Your Lynette. life coach. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, so it was really interesting. Lynette Alinda. She's, she's so wise and so smart. She's a, she's an empath and everything. So there's, we can really dive down a very spiritual trail with her, but, and I know Cecilia will do that on a regular basis. I love Lynette for her common sense approach. I like that she swears. I like that she, I mean, just in our own sessions, I love that she calls me out and she holds, she doesn't hold back. And again, I identify with that because that's how I grew up. Like my grandpa bear was the guy who would put me in my place if I wanted to sleep in after a gig. And he would say, wake your ass up. You ain't no country star on the farm. And then away we go. We'd go chase cows, you know? So I love it. Oh, that sounds so fun. So fun. Well, gosh, what a story that you've had. What a story that you're living. What's, what's coming up next? I mean, obviously the album's out is, I don't know that plans are probably made from a tour perspective, but what does the rest of the year look like for you? Elise, this is the most awkward time I've ever I've ever been through in my life because I have so many plans in my office here and in my boardroom. I've got these vision boards like you wouldn't believe about all the things we can do. But guess what? As of now, I can do zero of them. So I don't know if I if I can do a show at 15 percent capacity. This is what I'm going to do. If it's all open, I can go here. If it's this, if it's that, if I can get to Europe, it's this. If I can get to America, it's this. So it's very awkward to have planned with my agent three versions or maybe up to four different versions of my arena tour that we were supposed to do at the end of 2019. We decided, no, 2020 is a better year. It gives us more momentum. Let's do it in the summer of 2020. Okay, well, how'd that work out for me? 
You know, then we said, let's do it in the fall of 2020. No, let's do it in Q1 of 2021. No, let's do it summer of 2021. Yeah, right. I mean, I might just say, let's do it in 2025. That way I know this is going to happen. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know what to do. It's such a hard time to plan. I can imagine. Well, I mean, until then, we'll be following along with you and your wife on Instagram and, and keeping up that way. And it sounds like I'm sure you know, from listening to you talk about the vision boards and what you have, I'm sure there's going to be another like vodka moment coming together. You seem to have been very in tune with the, you know, what the universe brings you and your own intuition. And it's really refreshing. Well, thank you for saying that, Elise. I, I'm going to take it as it comes, continue to work hard, but who knows what's, what's going to cross my path. And I'm, I'm open, I'm open to anything. And I have to compliment you on, on this, uh, this conversation, your podcast, your platform. I just really appreciated getting a chance to talk about, especially Cecilia as much because every other interview I do is, is they go track by track and we talk about the record, we talk about music and then see you later. But uh, this was really refreshing too. Oh, good. I'm so glad. Yeah. We like to talk about, you know, the person, the story that the person has, right. And it's great to hear about the music. And I think your music has a lot to do with your story, but yeah, I wanted, we like to know the, the guy behind the music sometimes a little too. So we really appreciate this, Brett. Well, thank you. I, I loved getting a chance, like I said, to talk about all of this and for, for everybody who follows your platform and, and loves the conversations that you have on your podcast. I, I hope that if you do get a chance to listen to my music or follow me on Spotify or even like subscribe to my YouTube channel. There's some really unique videos that music videos I've done. And if you watch make a life, not a living with my kids and with Cecilia, I think that's my favorite music video so far. So go check it out on oh, YouTube I, too. Yeah. I'll have to check that one out. I haven't seen it. Well, and hopefully we'll see you in Nashville one day soon. Thank you for tuning into this conversation. We will have a brand new one on a brand new topic every Monday. If you were intrigued by anything in our conversation, we encourage you to talk about it. Tell a friend, post on social media, take action in your very own way. Subscribe to get the newest episode at your fingertips as soon as it drops. Until next time, check out Style Canada, a disruptor in the media for its community of inquisitive style seekers. You can find us at style.ca or on social media. Just like this podcast, Style Canada is not just about style. It's about living a lifestyle that leaves people open to evolution and opportunity. This episode was hosted by Elise Gasparino, produced and edited by Alia Ballas. The music credit goes to Raspberry Music and was brought to you by Style Canada. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.